It's Monday. It's morning. And it's macabre. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. Welcome. The show where a Swedish individual leaves a review uh, three stars and says, not for me, might be for you. <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> where critics are saying. Critics are saying. Not for me. <laughs> um, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre with Scones and Darcy. I am Darcy. He is Scones. I am Scones. You are Darcy. I am d- <laughs> just two hours of that. Forever. Uh, show is where we it talk- for him now? <laughs> <laughs> show where we talk about weird, creepy, spooky stuff. Um, and yeah, and you like it and you listen and you like it. <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> you're going to like it a lot. Now, for those of you who have already turned it off. <laughs> You still liked it. <laughs> Today is is the fifteenth episode. Six. Uh, this uh, is fifteen. Episode fifteen. Yeah, sure. One, <laughs> one five. That's a big deal. That is. That's like a. I think it's a world it's record. A quarter of an hour. <laughs> it's the most podcasts ever put out by one podcast. Probably serial probably episodes. feels like idiots that they stopped oh at fourteen. God. Yeah, they were like, ah, we didn't think they could have got there. <laughs> So today I'm going to bring scones some of those creepy spooky stories and he's going to be like, wow, that was so good. Oh my God, Darce, you're such a cool guy. That's actually, as soon as we stop recording, I just say that for about 10 minutes. So scones. Yes. The theme of today's episode. What's the theme? Is government conspiracy cover up stuff. I love it. What a great time. <laughs> wow. I regret <laughs> political. Um, so we're going to be talking about different, uh, two different cases of government doing some shady business and uh, the, the, the results of said shady business. Two operations that, that the government underwent. Is it just National Treasure and National Treasure 2? Yeah, we're actually going to watch National Treasure and provide the captions. Yo, did you realize, if, uh, did you hear? National what? Treasure 3 is announced? Did they announce it? Starring Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage. I Listen, do want to see I'm... Nicolas Cage's new film based off of uh, Lovecraft's what is story. It? Um, the one, the... Not Mandy. No, not Mandy. It's coming out soon. It's like, it's like a comet smashes into a town and then Nicolas Cage is like, Wah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best. He's like Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> yeah, created really this town <laughs> with glasses. Uh, I forget the name of it. Anyway, let's jump into it. Today we're going to be talking about Project Iceworm. Project Iceworm. Yep. And holy shit, that's the new name of the podcast. <laughs> and also MK Ultra. So I figure I'll start with MK Ultra because more people know about it and we'll save the the new stuff for last. So I have these two History Channel articles on it actually. Ooh, the History Channel. History Where Channels. history comes alive. Well, yep. I don't think that's their tag. <laughs> no, it is. I made it so. Um so MK Ultra. Both of these operations I should say happened in the Cold War. Cold so War. These are both Cold War era, so like early 60s, late 50s, early 60s, mid 60s, early 70s, mid 70s, early 80s, mid 80s, early 90s. <laughs> when did it end? <laughs> doesn't end. Is it over? Uh, it goes or is it starting up again? <laughs> we do have fans in Russia. Uh, no, but mid 60s. <laughs> um, so MKUltra was a top secret CIA project in which the agency conducted hundreds of clandestine experiments 
So this was only on the American side? This is yes, the American both, Central Intelligence Agency? These are both American government things. Ooh. So uh, sometimes these experiments were conducted on unwitting U.S. citizens to assess the potential of LSD and other drugs for mind control, information gathering, and psychological torture. Pretty sick <laughs> government. Um, <laughs> that's wicked cool of them. So, like, did people sign up in any way, or was someone like kidnapped off the street? Well, or, I'll like, explain. Did they? Like, Some people signed shoot them with up. Blow darts. None. Okay, basically, most of the people who had experiments conducted on them did not know that it was happening. Oh, they thought it was like Ex- this is a multivitamin, and then it's LSD. Well, we'll get into it. It's a little more weird than that. So, it lasted from 1953 until about 1973. But Jeez. yeah, the, but the program didn't become public until 75 during a congressional in investigation into widespread illegal CIA activities. Ooh, like steroids and baseball. Yeah, exactly. It was the steroids and baseball. Con- of Congress CIA. got a hold of it. <laughs> Congress got a hold of uh, Big Mac. Oh, Jose yeah, Canseco, Jose Mark Canseco McGuire. and Mark McGuire. <laughs> yeah. So these two stories are the Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire of the Cold War. <laughs> um, so. In the 50s and 60s, at the height of the Cold War, the United States government feared that Soviet, Chinese, and North Korean agents were using mind control to brainwash U.S. prisoners of war in Korea. In response, the director of the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, uh, Alan Dulles, approved Project MKUltra in 1953. The covert operation aimed to develop techniques that could be used against Soviet bloc enemies to control human behavior with drugs and other psychological manipulators. The program involved more than 150 human experiments involving psychedelic drugs, paralytics, and electroshock therapy. What are paralytics? Uh, like paralyzing, like drugs that paralyze uh, you. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just a weird term of paralyzed. It's way yeah. more exciting. Yeah, paralytic weird sounds way cooler. <laughs> and there are some people who knew that was happening, and a lot of people had no idea, even while the hallucinogens were affecting them. Jeez. So... Many of the tests were conducted at universities, hospitals, or prisons in the United States and Canada, and most of these took place between 53 and 64. So there's Holy there's, shit, like universities and hospitals? Yeah, like they got... I mean, this was like in the It's public. very close to home because it's like you could have like Stanford University, things like Columbia yeah. were being used for these experiments by the government, and like you would have no idea if you were like participating in like a research study at the university. Jeez. Yeah, so... The CIA began to experiment with LSD under the direction of agent, agency chemist and poison expert Sydney, Sidney Gottlieb, which is a pretty sick title to be a poison expert. It sounds wicked fucking cool. Um, he believed the agency could harness the drug's mind-altering properties for brainwashing or psychological torture. So he's a real creepy dude. Creepy apothecary character. Like, yeah, he... he Grew up and was like, I'm going to learn poison and try and brainwash people. <laughs> and the government was like, you're in, bro. Welcome to the X-Men. <laughs> 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 and that's if that shows the character of <laughs> the people in the government at that time, it, it's not great. So under the guise of Project MKUltra, the CIA began to fund studies at Columbia, Stanford, and other colleges to test the effects of LSD. And after a series of tests, the drugs were deemed too unpredictable to use in counterintelligence. They also, in addition to LSD, they used MDMA, mescaline, heroin, barbiturates, and barbiturates. Barbiturates? Barbiturates. They're like, I don't know. I can't give you like a name of one, but they're in the same vein as ecstasy and, you know, stuff that uh, I would do in the woods in high school to be cool with my friends. (laughs) 
stuff that my motorcycle leather jacket yeah, bought for me. Jones to do when you go to the <laughs> discotheque. Um, and also psilocybin mushrooms. Now, one of the examples of a test that was conducted that was not so much... Uh, Cool? Yeah, not really cool, and the users did not know, was Operation Midnight Climax, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Also, Uh, We need a t-shirt that says Operation Midnight Climax on it. It's actually sneak preview. It's the name of the next season of Stranger Things. That's the title. (laughs) Operation (laughs) Midnight... Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Operation Midnight Climax. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... It was an MK Ultra project in which the government employed prostitutes to lure unsuspecting men to CIA safe houses where drug experiments took place. It's prostitutes and it's called Operation yeah, Midnight, Midnight Climax. Climax. Yeah, they were very like cheeky with sick it. jokes. <laughs> know, the right? fucking like, government's pulling this stuff. Could you imagine they how kidnap s- them and yeah? How first of all, if you're going to a prostitute, you're probably not in the best place anyway. And then to be lured into a fucking CIA safe house where they're like, we're going to test the shit out of these. That's like, so scary. It's real fucked up. Uh, most, of the, most of Operation Midnight Climax's experiments took place in San Francisco and Marin County, California, and in New York City. The program had little oversight, and the CIA agents involved admitted that a freewheeling party-like atmosphere prevailed. Just partying. They were just like, well, like, let's get prostitutes, drugs, and like and fucking, fucking torture with those dudes. Yeah, it was like if punk had no restrictions, this is what it would have become. <laughs> It's like um, impractical jokers gonna ride. <laughs> exactly. So, so it's a bunch of CIA dudes like partying in a frat house, tricking yeah the hookers into taking LSD. Well, so the hookers would bring these guys in, and then the CIA would dose the men with LSD, and then while it time, uh, oh, the men get dosed. Yeah, no, they were they were luring men. The prostitutes would lure men to the CIA safe. safe oh, I thought they were luring prostitutes. No, 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 no. no. So and they have like prostitutes on the payroll for the yeah, CIA. On the CIA payroll were That's prostitutes. Nuts. Do you think that was on usajobs.gov? <laughs> You're like, must be willing to try new things. <laughs> Sense of adventure. <laughs> this um, is an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> so they would dose the men and then watch the drugs effects on the men's behavior. Recording devices were installed in the prostitutes' rooms disguised at electrical outlets. It's just like who? This is all real, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this is this happened. <laughs> this was tax paying your tax, or turn, if you're American, your tax paying dollars. Yeah, turn the podcast off, pull this. over, and just like take in the fact that if this is happening, yeah, this is something that took place. Somebody thought of this, and it was given the green light by the fucking CIA. <laughs> That's nuts. So that happens. Uh, another event. Um, Frank Olson was a scientist who worked for the CIA in 1953. Olson drank a cocktail that had been secretly spiked with LSD. A few days later, on November 28, 1953, Olson tumbled to his death from the window of a New York City hotel room in an alleged suicide. Oh, he had an oopsie whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, he he had a yeah he had a Jeffrey Epstein yeah, oopsie he took whoopsie an Epstein cocktail and <laughs> so. <Lord. laughs> The family of Frank Olson decided to have a secondary autopsy performed in 1994. A forensics team found injuries on the body that had likely occurred before the fall. Huh. Huh. The, fi- the findings sparked conspiracy theories that Olson might have been assassinated by the CIA. And that I am Olson's subscribing family- to wholeheartedly. Yep. Olson's family was awarded a settlement of 750000 that by the CIA director. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of money, but still. That's just a... Uh, con- I mean... It's not like they did it. They were just giving them seven hundred fifty thousand in a to settle a suit. It's not like it was a real thing that happened. 
They're like, look, he killed himself, but we'll give you seven hundred and fifty thousand. Did not talk about it again. And that was like the seventies, right? Yes, this it's a is a shit ton of money. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of money. And in addition to Project Midnight Climax and the death of Frank Olson, there was also Ken Kesey, the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, he volunteered for MK Ultra experiments with LSD while he was a college while he was a student at Stanford University. He later went on to promote the drug, hosting LSD-fueled parties that he called acid tests. Acid tests combined drug use with musical performances by bands including <laughs> The Grateful Dead. Musical guest. <laughs> and psychedelic effects such as fluorescent paint and black lights. These parties influenced the early development of hippie culture and kickstarted the 1960s psychedelic drug scene. I was going to say, it sounds like, like fucking EDM rave culture before EDM rave culture. Yeah. And... In addition to Ken Kesey doing these drugs. Ken Kesey? Kesey. Kesey? K-E-S-E-Y. So. I can see this being tied into like, like Lee Harvey Oswald was. Well, here's the thing. Like. Well, no, speaking of this being tied into things like that. Tied in. Tied in, baby. Fun tie-in for you. MK Ultra, funnily enough. Funnily enough. Funnily enough. One of the uh, people who partook in some of the mk ultra's experiments was a man by the name of ted kaczynski teddy you, teddy john do you know who ted kaczynski is is it the unabomber it is the unabomber how the fuck did i know that was the unabomber <laughs> the unabomber was part of mk ultra holy shit and then went on to be the unabomber so yikes he was like a I'm pretty sure he went to like mit he's like a brilliant dude that's because they yeah. talk about him in uh goodwill hunting right so other reportable uh, volunteers for the CIA-backed experiments at LSD include the lyricist of Grateful Dead, Robert Hunter, Ted Kaczynski, and James Joseph Whitey Bulger. Holy shit, really? Yep, the notorious Boston mobster. So, Holy fuck. Not only was the Unabomber <laughs> involved in this, but so was Whitey fucking Bulger. And the lead singer of Grateful Dead. And the lead singer of Grateful <laughs> Dead. All three monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Of equal, <laughs> of equal renown. <laughs> yeah, so pretty uh, crazy that like that many yeah famously or, or infamously infamous. like notorious people were involved in this. Yeah. So in 1974, New York Times journalist Seymour Hirsch published a story about how the CIA had conducted non-consensual drug experiments and illegal spying operations on U.S. citizens. Spying. Yes, his report start, uh, started the lengthy process of bringing long-suppressed details about MK Ultra to light. In the following year, President Ford, in the wake of the Watergate scandal and amid growing distrust of the U.S. government, set up the United States President's Commission on CIA activities within the United States to investigate illegal CIA activities, including MK Ultra. The commission was led by Vice President Nelson Rockefeller and is commonly referred to as the Rockefeller Commission. The Church Committee, helmed by Idaho Democrat Senator Frank Church, was a larger investigation into the abuse of the CIA, FBI, and other U.S. intelligence agencies during and after the resignation of Nixon. The Church Committee delved into the plots to assassinate foreign leaders, including Cuban director Fidel Castro and Congolese independence leader Patrice Lumumba, and it also uncovered thousands of documents related to MKUltra. These revelations resulted in Ford's 1978 executive order on intelligence activities that prohibited experimentation with drugs on human subjects, except with the informed consent in writing and witnessed by a disinterested party of each such human subject. It's a good law. So, yeah, he Ford was like, I'm shutting this shit down. 
So that's a that's that's MK Ultra, CIA, CIA doing some crazy shit in the '60s, and making some uh, having some crazy parties. Definitely having <laughs> long lasting effects through individuals who are tested by it. And you can, I mean, you can really do a lot of research in MK Ultra. There's a lot of things that link to it in really weird and creepy ways. Take a look for yourself and let us know what you think of it. But today's not just one government crazy story. No, not just one. Today is two. Two listeners. <laughs> two listeners is how many we have. And it's <laughs> us two. My wife doesn't listen. Uh, just kidding. She does. Uh, the second story we're going to be discussing is Camp Sanctuary, a.k.a. Project Iceworm. That's a sweet name. This one is lesser known. Since most people know about MKUltra, I kind of breeze through that one. But if you haven't heard about it, really go dig into it because it's it's pretty nuts. Project Iceworm, though, I learned about recently and I was pretty fascinated by it. To give you a high-level summary before we dive in. Oh, dive into the ice. Project Iceworm was a Cold War atomic camp buried under the ice and is now emerging because of global warming. That's fucking cool. It's some James Bond shit. <laughs> that is some James Bond shit. So, Project Iceworm was a secret U.S. Cold War mission to plan missile launch sites under the ice in Greenland. The plan Ooh. was to dig 2,500 miles of tunnels in which to store and maybe someday launch 600 nuclear missiles. That's excessive amount of missiles. That's a lot of <laughs> missiles, baby. Greenland was an ideal site because of its proximity to Russia, but this also made the construction that much more risky. It was kept a secret from Denmark, of which Greenland is a, const- a constituent, but you can't just go digging thousands of miles into the ice and expect nobody to notice. Agreed. So the U.S. Army covered it up by claiming they were building, quote, Camp Century, a, quote, research facility sanctioned by Denmark, built in 1960 near Thule Air Force Base. Its stated purpose was to study construction techniques and establish scientific experiments under Arctic conditions. In actuality, it was all a cover, and the underground research facility gave the U.S. an excuse to dig under the ground to plant the missiles. Though Camp Century was a diversion, it wasn't totally hollow. Coring deep into the ice allowed scientists to study thousands of years of climate history. They were also able to look back in time by observing germs preserved in water that melted off glaciers. People lived and worked there year-round. The underground camp included a chapel, a theater, and a hobby shop. All were contained a hobby in, shop. Yeah. They were like, I need to have my D&D figures. <laughs> oh my God, are these beeswax candles? <laughs> <laughs> so they were all contained in interconnected tunnels like an ant colony. That sounds like the worst. Imagine just living, living in ice. Surrounded by ice and yeah. just with 600 nuclear missiles. <laughs> All the electricity was supplied by the world's first mobile nuclear reactor, which was assembled elsewhere and placed in the deep recesses of the snow. If anything, that's much more impressive right. than any of this. It's just crazy that they're like, Greenland's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And you're like, research, get out. <laughs> Shut my room. Look at it, ice. What do you think? <laughs> no, Greenland are loud. They built an entire colony under the ice that nobody knew about in order to launch fucking missiles. And... Explore their hobbies using that hobby shop. Now, dude, someone got fucking dope at knitting in, <laughs> in Greenland. They're like, we got nothing to do. I wish podcasts were invented by now. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. So I can. <laughs> Though Camp Century <laughs> utilized some traditional building materials like wood and steel, 
Most of the tunnels were simply dug into the ice, hence the name Iceworm. It was predicted to have lasted 10 years without substantial upkeep, but the glaciers were moving faster than expected, which would ultimately render the camp unusable. It was evacuated, used infrequently for a few years, and then totally abandoned in 1967. They didn't clean up after themselves. They just fucking left. <laughs> See ya. They're like, whoa, 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 I don't know. What, what am I? What, you want me to take all 600 nuclear missiles <laughs> away? Like, how am I going to carry all those? So they were basically like, the U.S. military assumed that consistent snowfall and crushing glaciers would encase the research facility for all time, like fucking Captain America or some shit. <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, it'll be fine. We'll just leave it. And it'll easy be peasy. No one will give a shit. However, in 2016, an investigation revealed that because global warming has caused the ice sheet covering Camp Century to melt, the facility may be unearthed by the end of the century. So global warming is slowly bringing this thing above sea level and like going to make it just there. They're just going to look at your window and see a bunch of fucking missiles and shit. Yo, do you think this is why Trump wanted to buy Greenland? I don't know that he wanted to buy Greenland. (laughs) He offered to to buy Greenland from Denmark last year. That's... Do you think it's because he wants 600 nuclear missiles back? Well, I have to assume they must have probably got rid of the missiles, right? I'd hope so, but if not, (laughs) Denmark was just like, we are now the most armed (laughs) nuclear power in the world. (laughs) Um, They were called Iceman missiles, by the way. Iceman missiles? Like the Iceman cometh? Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I hope it painted that on the side. Now, here's the big problem. Where Where are the worms? There's no worms. It's not no like worms. Tremors. Tremors 5 Greenland. Actually, I think they're already I thought it was going to be an a ice version of Dune. Of Dune, yeah. Cold Dune. Cold Dune. Cold Dune. Lorna Dunes. <laughs> Lorna Dune cold Do you have cookies. any Lorna Dunes? I wish I had Lorna Dunes. Those cookies are dope. Okay. Lorna if Dune. you're listening, send some Lorna Dunes. <laughs> send us some Lorna Dunes. Just put it in the mail. You don't have to have our address. It'll get yeah. Go down to your local hobby shop and get some Lorna Dunes. Dunes. Dude, your cat is about to take that tree downtown. Hey, 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 you oh, she's Santa fucking face. up Santa Claus. <laughs> Anyway, so basically the big problem here is that when the melting finally gets project, the camp century like uncovered, all of the radioactive waste (laughs) could just wind up in the water and just like Greenland's probably stoked. (laughs) Yeah. So Greenland has like a population of people that live there year round. Yeah. And they, they had something has to be done about it because by the end of the century, Shit's going to get radioactive. It's going to be fucking like Greenland Chernobyl. Yikes. So that's Project Iceworm. And that In, is an alarming issue. It's like an insane plot that I can't believe is real life. I like read How that. that on not like, like holy shit. Front page news. I mean, I mean, in 2016, it was probably a big deal. I'm, I've heard well, about as like, everything in fucking world. It's going to be front page news when it's finally like. People are dying. And yeah, once someone like, <laughs> final, yeah, someone important finally gets yeah. like <laughs> Project Iceworm was nuts. MK Ultra was nuts, and the government just loves doing crazy stuff. They sure, especially Cold War stuff. Now that like Cold, tensions are yeah. high again between Russia and America, like I don't even want to know what's going on now. Yeah, Cold War was a really interesting time though, just because of like the crazy shit. They're like, we got to figure out all this technology, and it's way before we really have the means to do so. So we're gonna do some wacky shit. Yeah, and just it's weird being so hostile in the country without actually being at war. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. like, oh, is this one of your agents? We can just kidnap them and torture them and kill them and like. Everyone's gonna, gonna be do? cool, yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah, there definitely there must be some insane like cyanide thing. capsule biting <laughs> shit. Like I, when I was looking into like different 
uh, other government conspiracy things. Um, that came across one that I was like, why would they ever, this is such a dumb, like sci-fi idea where they're in the seventies or in sixties, they were trying to make flying saucers that could like go Mach four, like supersonic speeds. And they had to give up once they realized, Hey, flying saucers aren't, uh, really that aerodynamic, especially (laughs) at supersonic speeds. And I was like, they spent $26 million before they realized before they hired a guy who could do math. So I heard a single person who knew what oh, yeah. fluid dynamics was. <laughs> so the sixties, late fifties, early sixties and early seventies were wild times. I feel like US. everyone was on drugs. Like, Oh, for sure. Every, and, like, and people say that and it's like, Oh yeah, my parents did drugs. Yeah, no, like, 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 but the uh, head of every, CIA <laughs> yeah. was doing like rails of fucking like acid off his <laughs> desk. <laughs> And like coming up with like, dude, we should just make fucking mind control with bro, this shit. What if we just fucking put missiles in the fucking eye? <laughs> bro, like get like hookers <laughs> and then we'll like, like a spider web and like, we'll get them <laughs> and then we'll dig a bunch of tunnels, like a worm in the ice. We'll call it project ice. Like it's like project ice prostitute, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So that is Project Iceworm, MK Ultra. Please, if you find these interesting, dig into them because there's a lot more crazy government shit that I that I've left out of this episode to keep it around thirty minute mark. But A taxpayers' dollars go to yeah, and just why America has like the highest defense spending of <laughs> any we do country. Some wild wacky shit with it. Um, it's because they got to buy all the LSD. <laughs> yep. Follow us on our socials. Do it. MondayMorningMacabre.com, MondayMorningMacabre on Instagram, and MMMacabrePod on Twitter. Uh, keep reviewing on iTunes and other places where you can review. We appreciate that. <laughs> Even if it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not for you and you want to give us three stars, which is a w- weird number of yeah, stars. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening and reviewing. And uh, we, we have gotten your suggestions. Yes, uh, we are definitely going to be... They're in the tank. Using They're- some of your suggestions in episodes coming up obviously we pre-record these so they'll come out in a few weeks after your request but we are definitely going to be doing some of the uh suggestions we got so thank you again for sending those in we appreciate those uh and have a good monday have a good monday boy boy